Hello, lovely theater nerd listeners. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. Before we start this episode, I wanted to say a few words. As a resident of Nashville, my heart breaks for this city after the tragic events of last week. We at Theater Nerds know that there are no words to capture the emotions of grief, tragedy, anger, and violation we feel at this time. I want to acknowledge the various emotions you, as residents of Nashville, as parents, as friends, and as people in this world might be feeling. As with so many things that overwhelm us, we look towards the residue of hope, to togetherness, towards community. For decades, art, music, dance, and theater have been an integral part of the protest, processing, and healing of our society. It is our hope that as you feel able, you will come join us in the space where we continue to value theater and the empowerment of performing arts. We invite you to find refuge, rest, love, empowerment, community, and even hope in the world of theater. We send our love to each of you in this tragic moment. Thank you for listening, and here's this week's episode. You know, there's a reason something rotten. Oh, mic fall. That wasn't me this time. My mic is um, on an airhead container. (laughs) That's the innovation we have to do. That is where we are. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I think that, yeah, I don't know what I was saying. sponsor, airheads. Love airheads, though. Yeah. Hello, and welcome to episode 61 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast like us, or if you've only seen your track team's production of Seventeen Again Junior, you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. You can also leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. To find out more about this theater nerd cult that we, you know, run, I guess, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. In today's episode, we're discussing March Musical Madness, the final four. It's the final countdown. (laughs) Finally, my favorite part. Oh 
gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, oh Tay. What what a week it has been. What's happening? I know, I yeah, know. that's true. Yeah. But what what what's happening in the Broadway world? I feel like I'm I'm out of the loop since so much happened two weeks ago or last week. I feel like, yeah, they just spread it out. They sometimes they're like, We'll just tell you, you know, once every couple of days or you know, I feel like last week we got hit with so much news. Yeah, it was and like press release after press release. It was crazy. I know. PR is working. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So we'll, we're going to get into our, of course, our final four. I can't believe we're here. We're already here at final four. Yay. Already yeah. here, but also, listen, are we ready to be done? <laughs> no, we're never ready. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like I said to my family, we started before March Madness actually started, and we're ending after it ends. Um, you know, musicals are longer than basketball. Are they? I don't I know. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just say, you know. Depends on which basketball. Three, show. I guess a basketball which game, basketball show you're watching. A basketball game's <laughs> a three act structure because it's three, it's three rounds, isn't it? No, it's just two halves. I thought it was three. No, basketball. This is how much I know about basketball. I'm 99% positive. Okay. While Rachel's crunching the numbers on that, um, we are excited to uh, get down to our final two shows here this week. It's going to be a fun discussion, but we also are going to talk about, as we have been doing on these episodes, talking about some fun Broadway news. Rachel, how has your week been, though? tell me it's been a challenge it's yeah. been hard yeah yes i We're live gonna, here we, in nashville you know. so i'm sure i recorded something for the top of the show yes but it is um yeah it's been a tough week here and we are just trying to find the strength to move forward and right. honor the people who died this week mm. yeah and I've been on the West Coast visiting some fam. I'm currently sitting in my niece's room right now with her bunny behind me. I love that. Um, <laughs> her bunny, Moxie. The bunny so, might have to weigh in on the yeah, final four. That's true. So. They'll be, the bunny will be the final factor <laughs> of which musical will go on to the final yeah. two. Yeah. The final showdown. Um, showdown? Get it? It's a show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I, you know, God. in real life, I would love if these two shows did like a dance off. I know, I was like, thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah like a score cool. off, like a pitch perfect. Yeah. What is that acapella? Riff off. Yeah, thank you. That would be fun. They should do a musical riff off. Like, why hasn't James Corden done this on? I mean, come on now. His show. Yeah. Good oh, questions. I should be. I was his gonna say creator. before the events of the before the events of last week. Um, a week ago but the Sunday before that I went to see a local production of Ordinary Days oh yes I remember you telling and me it this it was a yeah. little black box theater it was uh-huh. new it's a new um, space and it's string string wow it's street theater what sing street wow can I speak it wait, is wait, wait. it's on the street street no 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 oh, that's okay. what the theater company is called And um, the show was Ordinary Days, and it was so good. I took two of my friends, and it was so good. It's like four people, right, in the cast? Yeah, four people in the cast. It's just 
really they they staged it so well i i know mm-hmm. the music um kind of and the storyline a little bit um but this is mm-hmm. my first time seeing it and it was so well done and guess what i found out they're doing in the summer what falsettos whoa oh my gosh i have to come yeah come yeah it's such a sweet nonprofit professional theater so we love local Mm -hmm. theater we love supporting them oh my gosh i love that that's so cool yeah um yeah falsettos making our our final four here so yeah um shout out to james lapine and william finn (laughs) uh always james lapine honestly i know always Der Glockner von Notre Dame. I always want to say von Doom for some reason. I don't know. Der Glockner von Doom. Yeah. Also the live action Notre Dame. Did we talk about this? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Rachel and I texted each other like, is this real? Is this real? And then obviously you saw, we didn't text each other after the fact that <laughs> that Josh Gad edited it and was like, hey, just so you know, this isn't real. Yeah, but but I was like, um, it could be real, and it should be real. Also, I'm guessing Jack Black, because he was in the cast on the fake poster, was supposed yeah. to be the the for not Furlo, the um the jester guy. Yeah, what is his name? I don't remember. Chopin. Oh, is that it? I don't know. Well, I was thinking that or he was going to play the gargoyle, the like fun gargoyle. That's what I thought. That's what I yeah. thought. Yeah. It was wow. a very, well, let's see if I remember. It was just such a weird, like, post of cast. Yeah. yeah, it was so strange. Yeah. So Josh Gad, which I think is like, okay, casting for Quasimodo. I just got to say, like, I love Josh Gad. But I honestly think it would be more fun to get. Well, first of all, I think he's too old. A to Broadway play. actor. Yeah, he's too old to play Quasimodo. Yeah. In my opinion, and second of all, like get someone that's like new, like get new blood in there. Gal Gadot yeah. as Esmeralda. Like what? Yeah. What? Literally yeah. what? I don't know. Chris Evans as the. That was. Guy? I was like, no. I was like, yeah. absolutely no. Yeah, Why? Peter Capaldi is Frodo. Frodo, though, that's good casting right there. But like, we could just have Timothy Chalamet in this. Tom Holland, Timothy Chalamet. Whoa, I think, but he's blonde in the movie. I don't know. Um, yeah, we could also, and then Amendla um, uh, Staunton, who everyone knows as, um, what's her name from Harry Potter? It's in Harry oh, Potter. Mrs. What's Umbridge. Her name? Miss, yeah, Dolores Umbridge. Yeah. Dolores Umbridge. Who I assume is playing the, like, in this casting, is playing, like, the older gargoyle, the old lady one. Y'all, I don't know what I don't know. what's happening. Kelsey Grammer, who is he playing? That, I, I can't. That, I, I also And then it like, says, no. with Jack Black and Sasha Baron Cohen. So, who are these people? Who are they playing? I don't understand. So, anyway, yeah, that was a fun... We literally, Rachel and I were like, is this for, like, an hour? We're like, is this we're real? Like, what we're is like, happening? What yeah. what a way yeah. to announce a movie. I know. It was just on his... It was so strange. And then I kept Googling it, like, Josh Grad, Hunchback, live-action Hunchback. Nothing. Nothing was coming up. Can you Google it now? What does it say? Josh well, Grad. he posted on it. He said... He edited his... Because his original post was just, this spreads quickly. And then... Yeah. Sh- shrug face, bell, bell, bell emoji. 
And then he put, LOL, okay, for the record, this is not real. This is a fan cast. I was just reposting to, to it. Love that you guys all want this. We do too. The script is one of the best I have read, and hopefully the powers that be will see this love and let us make the live action ad- adaptation. What the a original. PR stunt, though. Yeah. The original animated film deserves. But for now, again, this is just a fan cast. Now wow. it's all over the internet, though. See, see, this yeah. is why PR works. Yeah. He knew, Josh Gad knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. He was like, too... Beauty and the Beast happened. We can make this happen. Yeah. True. Little Mermaid is happening. And honestly, Hunchback, the music is maybe, it's not better than like Little Mermaid, but it's I mean, definitely it's more powerful. Than Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which we established because it went on. So. On our merch musical menace. It's true. Um, I don't know if we talked about this last time if this happened, but Sweeney Todd is now open on Broadway. Really open. And officially. New York, New York had their first preview. First preview. And it's gonna be on what I just oh on Stephen Colbert. It's gonna be on Stephen Colbert this week. I mean, it looks good. Yeah. I we'll heard see. they're changing a lot of things in previews is what I've been hearing. Yeah. But ever someone who went to the first preview said, even if they change all the things that I loved about it, it's still a good show. So that's mm. good. That is good. Um, yeah. I mean, I've heard amazing things about this Sweeney revival. I yeah. think it, I don't know. Is it going to win best revival? We'll have to see. I mean, it's Sondheim up against Sondheim. This year's revival category is going to, Unlike last year's revival category, this year is stacked, like stacks on stacks. And Mm -hmm. I don't know, but you know what I do think is that Mayton got got a what? Gaten Maserata. Gaten Maserata. Yeah. Yeah. I try to say his name with the first letter switched. But also Jordan Fisher. No, but I think Gaten Maserata is going to come out with a Tony nom. Whoa. I hope so. That would be amazing. I think so. I mean, I'm we sure all know, like, Josh and Annalie are going to get nominated. But, yeah. And. I mean, this. I uh, Anyway, we'll save this for our Tony yeah, predictions. Yeah. Tony Don't, nomination. We'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah, I'm excited. I hope I hope it does a tour. I hope it does a tour. So. Speaking so of tours, you know what just announced a tour, even though it isn't open on Broadway? What's this? It's Back to the Future. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it yeah, hasn't yeah. yet opened on Broadway, but they just announced a U.S. national tour. Yeah, Back to the Future North American tour to launch summer 2024. Yeah. That's crazy. That means they are banking on it doing well. Well, I'm sure it will. It's nostalgic and it's. That's fair. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Nostalgia is a money. We're maker. glad that we're moving past, I will say for me, we're glad we're moving past the jukebox musicals as the only area of nostalgia and into movies as musicals as nostalgia. I prefer this. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll ebb and flow. Like we'll get both a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but it is, it does seem to be that. Um, Broadway is like kind of back in a way. I mean, it was back last year, but like they're like Sweeney has a lot of full houses. I saw a Broadway ah. account that Shucked is, is like blowing Shucked up. Shucked is every selling yeah. out yeah. Yeah. almost. You know, every I'm not afraid to say right. it now. Shucked <laughs> may win best musical. I just. 
People are saying it's like the funniest show they've ever it's seen. It's gonna and be that... nominated for ten Tony Awards. I already told you this. I don't know I how think many it's, it's gonna, gonna win. Be, it's the Book of Mormon of this season. That's what yeah. I think. Yeah, I agree. I think we we long to connect and laugh in this way, yeah. and I think it's so simple, like such a simple storyline, plus amazing casting. Really funny, witty yeah. jokes, and a I mean, great Alex book. Newell's definitely gonna win feature yeah. actor yeah. or actress, yeah. depending on where they decide to go. Yeah. Um, or maybe he'll drop out of the race. I don't know. Well, yeah, like um, the and Juliet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to talk about: Great Gatsby is making one of the great one Gatsby's. of them. Making its world premiere at Paper Mill Playhouse, which made me think, should we go back to Paper Mill and go see this? And how crazy yes. is it going to be? The answer is always yes. Yeah. Because this also, because Babylon, that movie that came out in December, yeah. is kind of Gatsby-esque, but not as good. And so I wonder just like what the stage version is going to be. I don't know. I'm excited. We will... is, this the, is this the Florence in the Machine one or is this the other one? I don't know. Yeah, let me see. I think it's the other one, but I could be wrong. It's just wild to me that there are two versions. I love this. this. The Battle <laughs> of the Gatsby's. Yeah. I mean, are they the both going to be on Broadway at the same time? The subplot of Bombshell. Or Smash right. the Musical. You're right. Smash yes. the Musical is now actually about Gatsby the Musical. True. Instead of Bombshell. That's the sequel. Um, Smash 2 on Broadway. Um <laughs> Great Gatsby, this version at Paper Mill, featuring a book by Kate Kerrigan, music by Jason Howland, lyrics by Nathan Tyson. It will start, launch the season on October 12th, uh, directed by Mark Bruni, choreography by Dominic Kelly, Hmm. and ends on November 12th. So just a month, just a month. That's crazy. It is running. Short, short, short. I know. I mean, we've seen, though, so many... I love Paper Mill Playhouse. I loved when we saw Hunchback there. It was amazing. But we've seen a lot of Paper Mill shows not go to Broadway. So, Mm -hmm. Hunchback, potentially this Hercules that we haven't heard any. I'm waiting. I like Every time I open Playbill, I'm like, I hope it's going to be the announcement of Hercules. And I've heard nothing. But also, even something like Suffs, which was so popular at the public. Like, where is that Broadway run? Yeah. I don't know. I think that cast also was just crazy because like it had like Jen Colella and Philip Sue and Nikki also, and James. Like Yeah. I wanted to just go back and just remind myself us that seventeen seventy six, the all female production was mm-hmm. also this year. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because that's kind <laughs> of a revival as well. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because anyway, it was sorry. a short, and it's on tour it. right now. So yeah, it's coming to Nashville in June, I think. Kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it. I think it's in DC soon, actually. So yeah, so that's all the. I don't know if you had anything else, but that's all. I mean, uh, kind of a short. Today's Beyond's birthday. That's all I have. Oh, and yeah, ragtime, the ragtime. Oh yes, I was going to talk about the ragtime concert. Yeah, okay. Yeah. They raised a million dollars for the community theater fund. Okay. Is that entertainment fund? Is that what it's called mm-hmm. now? I think so. Yeah. Community Entertainment Fund. Yes, I think that's what it's called. Which is amazing. Obviously, Audra McDonald and Brian Stokes Mitchell and Leah Michelle was there with his with her date, Jonathan Groff. 
and her second husband, as she yes, said in her I Instagram know, I caption. That. I know. I mean, it's true. It's true. It is true. He's, yes, it's the he's entertainment. Seen her, he's seen her whole back. body, as we all know. As we all know. And if you yeah. don't know, you should watch that special. Exactly. We'll link it in the show notes. <laughs> Go watch the, to, you'll hear them talk about a lamp. And that's, that's all on HBO, say. right? Yeah, it's on HBO. I feel like we reference HBO a lot. Like I love HBO. HBO, yeah. not a sponsor, but hit us up. But it could be. It could be. If you wanna if you want a chance to sponsor a theater nerds episode, hit us up. <laughs> All right. Well let's get down to brass tacks and let's talk about it. our and duke it out. And duke it out. Um these final four teams, musicals, games. Um I mean everyone knows them, but we're gonna go over them again. Because yeah. <laughs> they're fun. So we have next to normal. Facing off Hamilton, which is Woo. wild. <laughs> and then Les Miserables facing off Falsettos, as we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So, wow. What a time. <laughs> what a year. <laughs> I feel like these games, there's like a couple. I actually feel like Falsettos is like the underdog out of all of them. Oh, but, really? That's so yeah. funny. Maybe. Like, if there's one underdog, it's... I mean, Falsettos is a really strong show. It's a strong show, but it didn't change the theater industry the way the other three have. Yeah. 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 Um, Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, we've talked about these shows so much that I'm like... Well, let's just... just, We'll pick one of the games. And I think we should just talk about where they've come from. Where they... Where they... Who they started against, how they got here. Origins. And then yeah. we'll just we'll pick a winner. Yeah. Um, so which side do you want us to start on? I mean, I guess we'll start with Les Mis versus Falsettos. Okay. So Les Miserables, we've talked about it on our La La Land, started in the West End. Um, well, actually, originally started with Victor Hugo and his brain. Mm-hmm. And he wrote the book. And um, 80 years later, these writers... No, I'm just kidding. Crazy. Yeah. It is a very long book. We did establish neither of us have finished the book. No. Um, sorry about that. Yeah. Sorry, Victor. But, um, you know, we just like the musical a little more. So. For sure. This yeah. is the synopsis version I'm going to read. Mm-hmm. Read. Quote, unquote, read. Yeah. This is me cheating. Yeah. Exactly. This is the abridged version that we're going to read. Yeah. This is my this spark is the, notes. Yes, that's exactly. I was going to say cliff notes. Which <laughs> one did you guys use? Cliff notes or spark notes in high school? Hmm. Let us know yeah, in the comments below. Know. So original West End cast was 1985 and then it moved to Broadway in 1987 with Patti Lapone in the West End cast. Did you know this? I didn't know that actually. Playing Fontaine, but what? not in the... Not in the Broadway. The only two that went to Broadway were Jean were oh, three. Excuse me. Oh wait, wait, wait. Am I wait, wait, wait? The only two that went to Broadway were Colm Wilkinson, who played Jean Valjean, who was the priest in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I then love that, but... and then Francis Ruffale, who was um, Eponine, and she was one of the lovely ladies in the movie. Mm, okay. I know. That's yeah. cool. Um. This show 
was nominated for four Olivier Awards in 1985, and wow. it won one. Can you guess who won? No way. Who won instead? Miss Patty Lapone won Best uh, Actress in a leading role. Not the diva Patty Lapone. Patty, where are you? Non-equity. Are you the non wrong? the non-British actor won the Olivier? Crazy. I know that is crazy. Did not win Best Musical. Didn't win Colm, and then um, the actor Alan Armstrong who played Tenardier was nominated for Best Actor, and they did not win. I cannot believe that I didn't win Best Musical. I know. And then in 1987 at the Tonys, it was nominated for 10 Tony Awards, and it won eight. It won eight Tony Awards. Wow. I know. Including Best Musical, Best Book, Best Score, Best Featured Actor, Best Featured Actress... Scenic design, direction of a musical, and lighting design. Wow. Wow. It swept the Tonys, really. Yeah. That's yeah. wow. That's amazing. Okay, so that's and uh, dare I say that Lemis changed the way we think about or like just is a staple, I guess. It it is the rock. Mm-hmm. It is what we thought Phantom was. Never ever leaving Broadway. Like it's mm-hmm. just forever will well, be it's, on the it's, I, I argue it's never going to leave the West End. And Phantom, will, yeah. I don't think, will ever leave the West End as well. I mean, we yeah. thought Phantom would never leave Broadway, but here we are. Right. So. But, I mean, I think it's just, like, it is it is when you name – when people think about musicals, especially those people who don't like musicals, they probably mm-hmm. think of this show. Yes. It's completely sung through, and it is a long – Which, for better or for worse, show. some people don't like that. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. So that's yeah. why I think people think that that's – you know, there's a reason something rotten. Oh, mic fall. Oh, that mic wasn't drop. me this time. My mic is um, on a, an airhead container. <laughs> and that's the innovation we have to that do. That is episode. where we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that, yeah, I don't know what not I was saying. Sponsor, airheads, Love airheads, though. Yeah. Um, cool. Okay, so that is Lame <laughs> yeah. Is up against Falsettos. Yeah. Very different shows, I will say. Yeah, but, but. One thing that's similar, they're both sung through. You know what's so, hilarious, actually? Well, okay, maybe I'll say this later. Yeah, yeah go okay, through. Okay, let go me through. let me go through the little yeah. statistics real quick. Well, just I'm a ready. reminder. I'm ready. Once again, it's sung through. It's a book by William Finn and James Lapine. How many times can we say? There we go, James, James Lapine. Yeah, and a, a music and lyrics I've been. And we said this before, but it's actually two musicals that merge together: March mm-hmm. of the Falsettos and Falsetto Land. And you yes, can March of the Falsettos, written in 1981, and Falsetto mm-hmm. Land, written in 1990. So crazy. Wild. Yeah. So it definitely um, had an off-Broadway quick moment. But then in 1992, when it became Falsettos, um, it went to Broadway. It had a tour in 1993. And then in 2016, there was a Broadway revival. And that's mm-hmm. what was filmed. That was filmed and adapted for the Live from Lincoln Center series, mm-hmm. which is how Taylor and I both saw it. And yep. then in 2019, there was also a tour. And then in 2019, also the West End production. Yeah. So let me tell you about the awards. Um, 
1992, the original Broadway production was nominated for seven uh, wow. Tony, Award- Tony Awards and won two. It took home Best Book of a Musical and Best Original Score. Once again, this goes to Taylor's point of, if you take both of those home, why don't you win Best Musical? Yeah, yeah. That's what um, I'm saying. But it was also nominated for two Drama Desk Awards, and it did not win. Um, mm. Michael Rupert, who was the uh, uh, nominated for Best Performance by a Leading Actor in a Musical, and then Jonathan Kaplan. Yes, for playing was, Marvin, I believe. Yes, yeah. yes. And then Jonathan Kaplan, who played uh, Jason, was nominated for Best uh, Support or Best performance by a featured actor in a musical neither of them won but they were both nominated and barbara walsh who played trina was nominated for best performance by a featured actress in a musical okay but then in 2016 the revival there were it was nominated for five and didn't win any i believe and it didn't win any. yeah travesty travesty isn't that insane? I know. Yeah. Yes, I did say it was either last week or the week before that Christian Borrell has never been nominated for leading actor in a musical, but that's not true because he was nominated for Falsettos. Best actor in a musical, yeah, for the revival. Yes, for the revival, which I think either him or Brandon Uranowitz should have won, in my opinion. Nice. Although maybe Brandon this year for Leopold Stand, which he's oh, in. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is yeah. getting great traction as well. Yes, we did not talk is. about that in the beginning. But um, so those are the two musicals. Yeah. And just looking at the bracket here, I know. Um, Falsettos originally up against Sunset Boulevard, beat out Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, okay, that and feels then right. Up against um in the second round, up against Hedwig and the Angry Inch and beat out that. Mm-hmm. And then this is where it gets it gets iffy. Falsettos, it gets spicy. Up against assassins, yeah, and falsettos won out. And just last week, falsettos and parade went head to head, and falsettos yeah. won by basket. Yeah, so those four G's in a room bitching beat out the parade. <laughs> and then, yeah. if we look at Les Mis, Les Mis was up against Phantom of the Opera because we yeah. hate ourselves. Feels, the that feels beginning. right, though. That feels right. And Les Mis won. And then Les Mis was up against Wizard of Oz and Les Mis won. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Right. And then Les Mis was up against Little Shop of Horrors and Les Mis won. Mm-hmm. Also, I think we that was hard, but we got there. Yeah. But then, just last week, a head-to-head battle between Les Mis and Into the Woods with Les Mis. Yeah, those fairy tale creatures can pack a punch characters they really yeah. were they were yeah they yeah. almost the same running time the two of them that's true <laughs> that's true wow sometimes longest show and then alan and boobill also have um miss saigon which is also super long mm, so. that is really yeah. long yeah. yeah um what's your favorite song from each of these shows <sighs> okay let me pull up the song list do you know okay i'll go yeah i'll go first yeah. Um, Les Mis, On My Own's always been my favorite song. I think I talked about this in the La La Bland. It's pretty much a perfect, like, I want the person that I can't have song. Um, yeah. yeah. And Falsettos, it's honest, it's it's maybe even a little bit harder because there's so many to choose from. I mean, there's there's a lot of songs in Les Mis, too. But. Um, 
Yeah, to be precise, there are 49 songs in Lame Miss. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that sewer one's not, you know, not the best, is what I'll say. Oh, um, that's not your favorite? No, I'm good. Especially okay. in the movie with Hugh carrying Eddie Redmayne to the sewer. Yeah, I'm like, ugh. Not great. Um, I think, the honestly, the finale, What Would I Do, is mm. so good. It's, like, amazing. It's so yeah. good. Yeah. Especially Christian Borle and Adrian Reynolds singing yeah. together. Yeah. Um, okay. My I, I don't really know, but I'm gonna pick one for Lame Is. Mm-hmm. Um I'm just I'm gonna go with ABC Cafe. Love Red it. And Black. Yeah. I think I really think it's dun, a toss dun, up, dun, 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 that, that I think because I love Marius so much. Mm-hmm. And I I love all the men's singing. Basically, mm-hmm. I this is the moment where I'm like, we could also do a spin-off series of newsies while we're here. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> we're singing this Honestly, song. that's amazing. Yeah. So I think about that somewhat frequently. You could do um, a spin-off musical just about their schoolboys, like while they're in school. Right. I yeah. mean come on. Ooh, now. Has anyone ever done a spin-off musical? Like a, a musical, like a spin-off of another show? You heard it here. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Of another musical? Like a like another musical that takes characters from another like you know what I mean? That's a spin-off. Like where you have characters mm-hmm. from Yeah. Like Joey just, was a spin-off of Friends. Yeah. I'm thinking probably there has been. That would be so interesting. But we should do that. I love yeah. this idea. Uh, okay, cool. You okay. heard it here first. Trademark. Yeah. You heard yeah. it here first. I think my favorite song which i might have mentioned last week from falsettos um although falsetto land the song is top notch mm. i think it's the baseball game i just really you like do that, love that song. One. yeah yeah, yeah. i know yeah. i Sadie, really do watching jason play baseball play yeah song. and they yeah, did it at the tony so awards good. on the original they production they did. it's so yeah. good it is good yeah. so that's a great one yeah yeah okay this one's really hard yeah because they're both so different. I think I may, may I say both of these team, both of these games are going to be very hard. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, it's funny every time I think, oh, falsettos, I'm like, oh, but Lee Miz did this one like, yeah, it's like so iconic, and I don't know. I love that they're both sung through. Yeah. Um, I do think in terms of overall the arc of Les Mis, the the moral weight of Les Mis definitely mm. plays in here. Like Falsettos is such a good show and definitely talks about humanity, but it is not necessarily um redemption is not necessarily the arc of that show. Yeah. Um relationship definitely is and the messiness of life and relating to ourselves and to others. Yeah. Which, dare I say is also what Les Mis is but Les Mis is just such like a it is it has the battle song like they would win mm-hmm. in battle if I were thinking yeah. about this song, like a war yeah. um I would pick and also this. the longevity of it the fact that it's yeah. lasted 35 plus years and, that. and yeah. also even though there is some adult things in it you can you can take kids to the show and I mean it is intense but you can take 10 12 plus maybe and you could say this show is can't... about a loaf of bread 
That's what you yeah, can say. Exactly. And you can't really do that with false. Not that that, I mean, it's just interesting that you could, lameness could influence a little child to go into theater and falsettos. You might have to wait till you're in college to listen to it because yeah. it is more adult. Yeah. So the hard part is I'm, I'm yeah. Yes. I think I'm going to okay. stay with that. I'm going to stay with that as my answer. Okay, great. Let's move Les Mis on to the final two. We're saying oh goodbye to falsettos, but we still love you. Yeah, they did a good job. They really ran they the course. So I was going to say what's very interesting about our final four is we have two massive behemoth yeah. musicals versus kind of tiny shows. Yeah. Like I tiny. They both have small casts. Falsettos and Next to Normal. They both talk about mental health, Next to Normal and falsettos. Yeah, it's very interesting. It is. Very interesting that we got here. So, Rachel, would you like to talk about <laughs> they Next both, Normal? They both did not win Best Musical, I should say, also. Yes, that's true. And the other two did. Mm-hmm. So, the second game of today is Next to Normal versus Hamilton. Crazy. The longevity effect here is challenging because they're both newer new-ish, newer-ish shows yes um we don't have the same longevity do you want to go first you want me to go first no you could talk about um next to normal okay so we as we've talked about next to normal is a musical written by with music by tom kitt and lyrics by brian yorkey with the book also by brian yorkey um a great duo great and duo we've, we've talked Ricky about friday mm. So good. Why didn't I yeah. put this on this list? <laughs> uh, yeah. This musical, of course, as we've expressed, addresses a myriad of psychological experiences and mental mm-hmm. health experiences, including, yeah. but not limited to, grief, depression, suicide, drug abuse, and then ethics of psychiatry, uh, especially. But yeah. also, it it the musical examines what it's like to feel stuck where you are and relating to the people that you're stuck with, mm. I guess. Yeah. Also. So it debuted um, off Broadway um, at the arena stage. Am I wrong? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it premiered at, at second yeah. stage first and then it went to arena and then it oh. went back to Broadway. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it had, then it went uh, arena stage in 2008 to 2009, which is in Virginia. If you haven't been, you should it go. Is. So yes, they had their off Broadway run uh, in at arena stage, and then in 2009 went to Broadway and with a tour in 2010. Um, let's move to the statistics of their awards. I already gave away that they did not win the Tonys. That's right. Best musical. So they were nominated for. 11 Tony Awards. Crazy. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. And they won three. So mm-hmm. the, the Tony Award that they, the Tony Awards that they won was Best Original Score. They won uh, Best Performance by a Leading Actress in a Musical taken by Alice Ripley. Mm-hmm. And then Best Orchestrations. Yeah, which doesn't surprise that. me. That, no, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. The strings. Oh, so good. I cannot believe it didn't. Here's what I can't believe. It didn't win best book of a musical because here's why. 
In 2010, as we've talked about before, it wins the Pulitzer Prize for drama. Yeah. Yeah. Which is wild. It's so wild. Yeah. It is crazy. Okay. So that is next to normal. Yes. An incredible show that we both love so much. We love so much. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's Hamilton, the (laughs) massive crazy hit of 2015 sung and rapped through musical book lyrics and music by Lin-Manuel Miranda based on the novel by Ron Chernow. It is currently on Broadway. I think we've talked about it has like 200, 200, oh my gosh, has done 2,542 performances as I said, when we talked about it before, it's already beat Avenue Q and it's going to be Mary Poppins very soon. So it's chugging along. It's chugging along. It is chugging along. Yeah. Um, this show, crazy enough, was nominated for a whopping 16 Tony Awards. Insane. Yeah, and it won 11 of them. Yeah, won 11. that's even more insane. Yeah. It also received a Pulitzer Prize, and there is Pulitzer Prize for Drama, and there's a filmed version, of course, of it on Disney Plus right now. Thank you for the theater gods for that gift in 2020. Also won the Grammy. <sighs> yeah, also won the Grammy. The of course the Tonys that it was that it won because it was not because there were multiple performances nominated in the same category so like not all of them could win but we it of course won best musical best book of a musical best original score best actor in a musical leslie Odom jr best featured actor in a musical david diggs best featured actress in a musical renee elise goldsberry best costume design best lighting design best direction best choreography and best orchestrations I remember I remember when the Tony Award nominations Mm -hmm. were announced and I thought there's no way a show can be nominated for that many that many awards. It was just crazy. It's the most any show has been nominated. Um, But at 11 wins, the musical fell short of one more win to match the record of 12 held by the producers, which is crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Because when you think about Tony Awards and the most held Tony Awards, producers is not the one that comes to mind. No, no. Which just means that the producers was the Hamilton of its time. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. That's wild. Yeah. It was on the Billboard Top 25 Best Albums of 2015 and Rolling Stone Best Albums of 2015. It ranked two on Billboard and eight on Rolling Stone. That is insane for musical theater. That's insane. Yeah. And even Lynn since then Encanto has had two top five billboard songs. Yeah. Which is crazy. And yeah. like I think the success of Hamilton couldn't have happened to a more like cool dude and like at least from the outside of what we know and like someone that seems so like genuine and down to earth and very nice. So that's it wasn't like an asshole. He <laughs> Yeah. He it could I, I feel like all of that could have gone at, to his he's head. He's good at picking he's good at picking people to be or his yes. the people he surrounds himself with are good at picking the right yes. actress and actress yeah. what? Actors. Yeah. And all of these people in the original cast and those who were 
uh, replacements have done amazing things outside yeah. of Hamilton. And ensemble. I mean, there's an Oscar winner Ariana from DeBose. the ensemble. Yeah. yeah, there's an Oscar winner from the ensemble of Hamilton. That is insane. <laughs> that is insane. Lena Miranda hasn't even doesn't even have an Oscar, and there's an Oscar winner in the ensemble. That's so crazy. So crazy. Yeah, that's actually crazy. Yeah. Um, Patty doesn't have an Oscar. Les Mis. Mm. Um, Come on, Patty. Yeah. Get it together. That would be amazing. Patty Lapone, the EGOT. We don't need her to be the EGOT, okay? <laughs> she is diva enough. She has True. ascended the throne of diva. True. We don't need more for yeah. her. <laughs> um, I actually think, as someone that loves these shows both equally dearly, I think Hamilton's time has come to an end. Because <gasps> Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I said this briefly to you last week. <laughs> the audible gas, I just I have. Know. Listen, guys, I think, again, time. and also, I think it's fun to have, I mean, equal playing matches are good, Les Mis versus Hamilton, but I think Next to Normal is just such, I think Hamilton is, you know, there are, I think almost every song is great, but I think Next to Normal, there's just something about it that is just like, so powerful and so moving and really does like bring conversations to light that like lol light that um that and also i was thinking when you were talking about it like i think the specialness of the show it almost reminds me weirdly this is like not a great comparison but of the movie (laughs) mrs doubtfire because the end of the movie the end of the movie i will the end of the movie of mrs doubtfire the parents do not stay together and it's still okay and the end Mm -hmm. of this show diana leaves dan spoiler Mm -hmm. and spoiler yeah i know spoiler but anyway so anyway i'm leaving i mean and i think that choice for them to do that is like really what makes the show special because it's just like you really want them to like you want it to have a happy ending but not everything does it's just Mm -hmm. like it's real life it's real life and i think it's just so amazing and so that's why i I think hamilton has had its run it's won its 11 tonys it's good to go but i think (laughs) in this mark musical madness next normal goes on that's so funny. I was ready to be like, I think we should move Hamilton to the next <laughs> round. <laughs> Whoa. I think, I mean, I'm 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 totally here for moving next to normal, obviously. Yeah. I love next to normal. My my thing is that Hamilton has gotten the recognition it does. Hold there on. We go. Mic drop. Hamilton has gotten the recognition it deserves. Like, it deserves 11 Tony Awards, even yes. though it took away from some other. <clears throat> I would like to have seen win a Tony. Tough season. Tough season. One day but, we'll talk about that Tony Awards. But, but it like it is a quality show. It yeah. deserves those things. It deserves the accolades. It deserves the light. And I think, I don't know if you said this while we were recording last week, but sometimes in shows that are so well known in shows that are so big you can find yourself 
just doing it. You're just going through the motions. Yeah. And Hamilton, although, I mean, you have to be really good at going through the motions. Yes. The emotional weight of that show, you really could, like, sell only a little. I, not to bad um, talk any actors, because I don't like doing that, really. But um, the Eliza I saw on tour was asleep at the wheel. She oh, really was. Bummer. I mean, like, she, like, was so, she sang every note perfectly. And she yeah. was so good and she delivered every line. But you know what? I didn't feel the grief that I felt I was supposed to feel as she's physically burning letters. Yeah. And that and, is kind of a role you can, unfortunately, like just. Yeah. It was just really played. Yeah. Played yeah. down. And yeah, that to me, though, that 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 moment, the two moments that she has are the two actual shift changes of emotion and what allowed the last song to be sung and if you don't do that well then you can't it's hard for the rest of the show to feel for you to feel connected but you cannot Mm. I have I cannot imagine a show of next to normal where you can pretend to move through the motions I think you have to bring your whole self I think it Mm. is challenging to not feel that you walk away from that show performing it and that you aren't a part of the show. Like, I think they have to do mm-hmm. a lot of work to leave the grief and leave the heaviness and leave yeah. all of that on the stage and not take it with them. Yeah. And funny enough, like, again, Les Mis, Hamilton kind of kid, kind of shows you can bring your kids to in a way. Hamilton doesn't yeah. have as much push promiscuity. Is that the right word? You know, yeah. Doesn't have lovely ladies is really what I'm trying to say. It has say <laughs> no to this, say no to this, but you know. Yeah. And then true. next normal falsettos, like these are shows that are solely for adults, and you should not. Although bring... I definitely went when I was in high school, in right. eighth grade. But you know what Nine. I mean. You shouldn't bring yeah. like your eight year old to next normal because they will not They're get it. Say... Yeah, that's fair. And yeah. we'll be bored. Um, I do want to quickly talk about how. These shows fared in our last. Oh yes, tell previously. us where they came from. Well, next in normal, the right at the beginning, going up against Spring Awakening, which is challenging. Insane. And I think crazy. In its own right, Spring Awakening could also be here yeah. on the final four and is amazing. Next, going on to face off against Tick Tick Boom. Um, it had a hard to first amazing. two rounds. Yeah, yeah. And then facing off Wicked, the, <laughs> which isn't, I feel like, is an upset. Like, that I'm sure people upset, were like, sure. what are you people doing? People definitely had Wicked there, yeah. for sure, yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, last week, beating out the Little Louisa women. May Alcott classic, Little Women, which feels right. Feels right. Yeah. Tell us where Hamilton fared. Hamilton? First week mm. out the gate had to go against In the Heights. Yep. One out against In the Heights. That was yeah. hard. Lynn versus Lynn. Yeah. And then second week had to go against Fun Home. Different yeah. show, but still holds weight. And then Hamilton had to go against Dogfight, mm. which I think that was like a, tough. you know, uh, yeah. But not yeah. as tough as the last week where it went up against Newsies. I mean, all yeah. those dancing. All dancing left and right for each side. So I think that I they both that. had a good run. 
Yeah. And fought their way here. Yep. So moving on to the final two, we have next to normal. <laughs> and lame Miz. I know. And lame Miz. Wow. Wow. Crazy, y'all. We'll be. We did it. Did we? Did we have some upsets here, people? Yeah, Who let knows? us know in the captions yeah. below, in the comments. In the, in the, the com- captions. In the we caption. do the captions. Yeah. You do the comments. Do you know how social media works, Rachel? Come on. <laughs> Clearly don't do it for my job, so it's fine. Thanks. Well, um, it's been such a joy going through this. Next week we'll do our final two, and then we will, as we've said, be back to our regularly scheduled programming. We do have some fun stuff about the Tony Awards that we've been teasing for May and June, which were, which are coming up very quickly. So soon. Yeah. So soon. The Tonys. The Tonys, the Antoinette Tony um, <laughs> Awards. Yeah. Um, but Rachel, let's one more. You know, one more week. Here we go. Lame one more week. Versus I'm Next so Normal. excited. Thanks for yep. talking through the final four, Taylor. Absolutely. Now we're on Thanks, to the championship you. next week. Dun 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 dun. Oh, Rachel's doing the robot. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Uh. All right, Rachel, let's talk about character of the week. Let's do it. This is a segment mm-hmm. where Taylor and I Seg- pick a theater character. Yes. It is the time where we pick a theater character Mm. that we're feeling like for this week. So we think, what have we been up to? What's been going on in our world? How are we feeling? And we try and pick a theater character that embodies that as well. That's right. We'd also love to hear from your characters. What you guys think of this, the Back to the Future going on tour before it heads to Broadway. Um, The Great Gatsby's sparring off each other. Who even knows? And our uh, final four, our final four yeah. going into the final two. Um, we would also love to hear your characters of the week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who you are this week. You may get a special shout out on a future episode. Raquel, let me tell you who I am this week. Are you ready? Tell me who you are. Yeah. <clears throat> so this me, week, as I've said last week, I was I am on vacation with visiting some family. I've been watching my three nephews, one of them, all of them crazy. under two. That is great. And uh, yeah, it's been a little hectic. It's been super fun. I'm kind of, I don't know if you guys can hear and I'm getting kind of a little cold in my sultry voice. Mm-hmm. My, my cold voice is coming in. Yeah. Although yeah. Listen, I just need sleep and um, it's been really fun. I've been helping at one of my, nephew's jet is so just a little chunky monkey and he's so cute cute. and um yeah they're all wonderful love hanging out with them so this week i'm actually a character from a musical that has not happened yet but will (gasps) premiere in london in 2023 and that's right i am nanny mcphee (laughs) From Nanny McPhee because I've been watching these boys. I've been the actually I'm really the Manny McPhee is really what I am. 
is the name. And I keep telling my my sister-in-law, hey, I'll, I'll come and live with you and be your nanny if I didn't live in Virginia. So that's who I am, Nanny McPhee. Hi. Nanny McPhee. And apparently, oh, as I'm reading this, God. Emma Thompson is going to play in the musical as her How? character. I don't understand. So, yeah. Good. Only okay. time will tell. I love that for you. Also Thank hysterical. You. There's so much there to unpack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rachel, who is your character this week? This week, as I'm sure I have said at the beginning of the show, has been a very sad week here in Nashville. Mm. And I find myself in sad times not knowing how to act. Either I'm repressing the feelings or I'm angry or I'm feeling all the feelings all at once. And that reminds me of someone whom we have talked about today in a musical and I who holds a lot of grief in her life and she doesn't know how to process it. And so this week I'm feeling like Diana Goldman. Yay. Mm, I love that. But also I love all of her music. So I thought that was I good. wasn't sure if you were going to say Trina from Falsettos. Oh, I could have said that similar. too. Yeah. Different, yeah. different grief. Different, yeah, but similar. They're both going through grief. Yeah. 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 Oh, I love that. Um, yeah. If you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on the gram, on the Twitter at theaternerdpod and on the Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. The Facebook, yes. That's right. Thank you all for joining us this week and we will see you next week. Bye.